When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thank you very much indeed for joining me. Very much appreciate your company. Uh, well, we've gone from just, God, it's just too hot heat wave to, yay, it's raining to, oh my God, we're going to be deluged by water and flash floods because it turns out when the ground gets this dry, the water can't sink in. It's a weird phenomenon. I don't think it's one we've really had to encounter very often in this country because we very rarely have ground this dry. I don't know about you. I we had a North London where I live yesterday. We had rain fell. You could hear. I mean, you could hear people screaming with joy uh, through everyone's open windows, which were quickly shut as the rain came pouring in. Um, my lawn this morning looked very, very happy indeed about it. It definitely had no problem uh, going in there. But um, there is a big concern about uh, flash flooding, uh, thunderstorms uh, predicted. A across the country, particularly England and Wales, uh, with uh, weather warnings across the country. I'm trying to think of a day when we don't have a weather warning these days. But anyway, uh, let's, uh, let me introduce you uh, to, of course, my guest joining me all of this morning. That is Tom Slater, who's editor of Spiked Online. Um, Tom, um, can you remember a time? I mean, you're younger than me, I accept that. But was there a time when we just had weather that we just mm. coped with? We, they, they, there wasn't a warning on the telly. No one was telling us how many people were going to die. No one was saying it was the 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 doom mongers and the apocalypse of mm. climate catastrophes. We probably we probably managed to get on buses and onto trains without signs saying that the platform would be slippery when it rained. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe there was a time when we as British people, human beings generally, could cope with these things. Yes, the before times. Um, before <laughs> I can't, we remember them well. It's, it's very difficult to remember. It feels like I mean, all of this kind of silly stuff has been building up for a long time but it feels like the pandemic definitely put it on steroids yeah. i mean going through the last couple of weeks wear a hat put your sun cream on presumably people are telling people to wear max today or something i don't know because we've take an umbrella take an umbrella this is this is public Incredible. service broadcasting at its best take, can i just point out though i am married to a man who will look out at mm-hmm. rain and still won't take a brolly is that a northern thing or a, is that a... All right. God, it's, all, it's all turned now, hasn't it? <laughs> like that that was very northernist. Yes, probably. <laughs> don't, don't, don't call it. Don't call it a complaint. Um, yeah, I mean, genuinely, it's almost like he's, they, they can't stay in his hand. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know what happens. Well, but he there's... needs the advice then, in which case. So maybe but we, there but is But he won't heed it, so there's no point. I mean, I've been, I've been with the guy for, what is this? Best part of it. Seven, God, it's terrible. I don't even know how long we've been together. I think probably 19 years. Um, but I, I, yeah, he's not heeded my advice in 19 years. Is he going to listen to wh- whoever is doing Michael Fish's job these days? I don't know. <laughs> well, it's just, it's funny as well, because even when you watch the weather reports these days, because they used to be quite 
straightforward. It used to be about this is what's going to happen on Tuesday and Wednesday. It's, now it is part of the fear mongering. Now it's saying, look at this terrifying heat map. Isn't how this many a people scary we think sign? might die? Exactly. Like that's the part of the you know you don't just see the temperature. You also see the estimates of death and doom. Did Something we ever very discover how many happened. people died in the heat wave? I mean, there were some there were some reports about how X number of people had died uh, in the heat wave. And I saw some reports which suggested that, um, you know, these people don't you think, well, no, 16, you know, 15, 1600 people mm. die every single day. Um, we have a huge number of excess deaths at the moment from non-COVID causes, people in their homes, but lots of people, lots of those people being of an age where they don't normally uh, just randomly die. Um, we, you know, we've got lots of other issues, but but you know, people can die at the same time as it's hot. It doesn't mean they've died from heat wave. But it's, it's different from say flash flooding. I mean, there is going to be disruption today. Mm. There is no doubt at all for large parts of the country. There'll also be parts of the country where they don't even get any rain at all because these flash, you know, these flash thunderstorms and flash floods, just that they just happen in small areas very quickly and then they're gone. No, exactly. But I think with those challenges, you just think, okay, so Britain shuts down when it's too hot. It shuts down when it's too wet. It shuts down when it's too cold. Windy. Windy. Uh, leaves on the track. You're starting to wonder if the problem here is not the climate, it's just the nature of the British state and its, a, its inability to do anything. This has this become point. something of a theme on my show. And I, and I hate this, especially having come back from a lovely holiday and, uh, you know, and, and, and you sort of come back fully, full of the, you know, the joys of, you know, of life. And, and you know, after some sleep. <laughs> and I came back and yesterday's show was pretty much, here are more things that don't work in this country. Mm. And and that and, and, and we, we get back to this again. We were talking about all the infrastructure issues and, and that's going to be a big issue again today because um, obviously Keir Starmer talking about the, the energy uh, price cap um, and freezing uh, that. Um, but we're going to get, obviously, at some point, we're going to get a response from Liz Truss and from Rishi Sunak. They're going to be at a hustings in Scotland tonight. Um, obviously, the issues in terms of the union are going to uh, come up uh, as well. But there's no doubt at all, you know, the energy price cap issue is, is going to, and the cost of living, that's going to come up an awful lot. But again, so little of the debate in the political world, and I would say in large parts of the media world, is actually about the underlying real causes mm. of this problem, which is we have not been dealing with and building up our infrastructure properly. In fact, we've been there have been deliberate eco-green lunatic policies to undermine our infrastructure and to undermine our resilience for the last 20 years or so. No, I couldn't agree with you more. There's something kind of really unreal about the current discussion. You hear so much talk about tinkering and then the, the big gaping hole in it, as you say, is that lack of energy resilience, that lack of energy security, reliability, because we sacrificed all of that on the altar of green dogma and you saw last week you know reports of nadim zahawi very you know widely kind of pushed currently currently meeting, the chancellor difficult to keep up <laughs> meeting with the energy companies and demanding to know why they weren't investing more in green energy and you thought what is going on do you think any of the do you think any of the leadership get this i mean i know today we, we haven't got a labor spokesman because it's ed miliband former mm. leader and of course uh, now i don't know shadow climate change something i don't know but but you know he never comes on the show always get on with him personally never comes on the show i mean, again like like kids utterly frit i mean genuinely completely frit um and 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 this is the issue because because i'm you know i'm apparently a climate change denier I don't deny anything. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I just want to know the evidence of people's statements and why they want to impoverish the country. But you just know he's going to be talking about the flash floods that we get in the thunderstorms, the heat wave, and the energy stuff. And at no point will he, either in what he says or what I believe in what he thinks, actually link the abject failures, yes, of the Tory governments, the coalition governments, and Labour governments before mm-hmm. then. I think this is across the board. Um, the abject failure to prepare long term um, for energy, water security, resilience, all of those things. 
the sort of stuff that I don't know. I think we thought that that's what governments did. Completely. And Ed Miliband's a funny one because surely he's got his fingerprints over a lot of this energy policy. The Climate Change Act in 2008 was this wasn't the energy price cap, something that came out of his particular government. And then the Tories took up all kinds of different areas of policy. He was opposition. He was opposition, certainly. But as as often happens these days, the Tories just pinched the policy at some point. But as as you say, there's kind of no appreciation of the impact that a lot of these decisions have made. And just that fundamental kind of philosophical decision that was made, we're going to put the planet and what we project to be the potential consequences in the future of our energy use ahead of keeping the lights on and well, make, keeping energy But cheap. also, once again, again, this links in with um, the new COVID vaccine mm. that Moderna, is, uh, the UK is the first country to approve this new vaccine, which is supposed to be uh, dealing with you know, Omicron variant and possibly other few other variants as well. Um, I mean, that links in with lockdown as well. Again, so all, loads of our energy policy and where we are right now and all the problems we have are down to climate modelling utterly utterly unreliable or there's not a single climate model that's predicted anything I mean, they've been predicting things for the last 20 30 years and every single prediction has been not just wrong but i mean wildly horrifically unbelievably what are you still doing with these models wrong and likewise the lockdown and again the crisis that we have um, in terms of supply and, and inflation and, and again, an awful lot of, it's not just Ukraine, an awful lot of the problems we've got uh, financially in our, in our economy are as a result of you know printing money and paying people to sit at home during lockdown. Again, lockdowns were based on modelling, completely and utterly debunked, insanely, badly um, con- con- constructed modelling, proven now to be horribly, horribly wrong. Um and, and again and again, governments seem to make policy on the basis of these things instead of facts. But um, I mean, just just talking about the, the 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 COVID vaccine, we're going to be talking to the Together campaign a little bit later in the show. They've done a lot about you know, keeping us, getting us out of lockdowns mm-hmm. and, and and keeping our, our freedoms. Uh, but they're you know looking at is the NHS actually preparing itself for this winter? Are we just going to rely on more vaccine? A new booster being rolled out to apparently over fifties. I've had COVID twice. I've had my jabs. I don't. I don't believe I need another jab. Mm. I don't. I, I've had. I've got more protection from having had COVID twice. I've had Omicron, um, and yet we've got this new jab apparently going to be rolled out, possibly, possibly to everyone over fifty. And you wonder how whether even just the capacity is for this. I mean, there's been a lot of talk in recent days about how you know, forget a winter crisis, the amount of pressure that the NHS is under currently in the summer when it's supposed to be um, the quiet period, essentially is really quite considerable. I mean, obviously, if there's particularly vulnerable people, if there's people who want to elect to get the vaccine, of course, but, you know, these kind of constant um, rolling programmes does make you wonder whether or not allo- resources are being allocated in the yeah, right way. Yeah, and again, we did see an awful lot of... Obviously, we saw the NHS shut down virtually entirely for, for about six months mm. of 2020. But then again, um, it, it was it was an awful lot of GP services were mm. effectively shut down, while GPs were paid extra to roll out the vaccine, not that you actually need to have... Uh, the sort of training that a doctor would have to roll mm. out a jab, given that people were able to volunteer to help give those jabs, we're going to say. But again, are we going to be seeing that again? I mean, you know, annual jabs, I don't particularly have an issue that you, you do that with flu and mm-hmm. they change the jab every year, basically. But again, I, I think I think an awful lot of people are just very weary of all of this, aren't they? I think they are. I think, but a large part of that is was when these things were made more coercive, and that's the one thing that we've always got to be careful. You want to get another jab? Get another jab. If this becomes a condition of whatnot, that's when people start to think, you know, I'm I'm tired of putting up with this. But you know, ultimately, the jabs were our way 
out of this. It's great that we've got them. They can be tweaked year on year to catch up with the new variants as this one does, tackling the Wuhan strain and the Omicron strain. That's all great. Um, but it's just as long as it's a matter of personal choice and as long as we don't have this situation where maybe we have to close down this service or maybe oh, we have to do oh, yeah. this, that's the thing. I, I tell you, what, that's why I keep yapping on about this because people keep saying it's over. It's not over, folks. It really isn't. <laughs> the Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.